All right, welcome back to another episode of the Talking Flicks podcast. Today, we are reacting to John Wick Chapter 4, and I absolutely love this movie. This movie is everything Hollywood doesn't like now, but my God, is it everything Hollywood needed, and I'll elaborate on that a bit later. But first, I do have to kindly ask you guys to go and give my Instagram a follow at Talking Flicks, to go and review the podcast, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, because that really does support me, and help grow this show so if you do like this show you do like this podcast the kindest thing you can do for me is go subscribe i really do appreciate it but without further ado let's just get into this review of john wick chapter four because i absolutely loved it okay so i got out the movies about what three hours ago And so I'm still wrapping my head around this story because it was so complex, it was so incredible, it was so deep in its writing and subplot and subtext. But I did write down a few notes on what I thought about this movie because I loved it. So I'm still trying to wrap my thoughts around it, but I'll do my best to be concise and be clear with my notes on why I like this film. And I do have to let you guys know there's not a single negative. There's no negatives in this review. There's not one thing I didn't like about this movie. So let's just get started with the first positive, and that's the story. So the story was just great, right? It understood what the movie was. You know, a lot of times you watch a film and you can tell that the actors, the filmmakers, they're going for something with the movie that the movie isn't. This movie knew what it was. It knew what the audience wanted, and I think that's key. This movie knew that the audience want really good action. They also want some cross-references between different genres of action films. And they also want a deep subplot. This is for the different audience members, but it ticks all those boxes. Now, the reason why I think this is the best John Wick film yet, and possibly the best action film in Western media of the last 10 years is because it ticks every box that the audience was asking for. And this movie honored the audience. It's so different to a lot of other movies that we see nowadays in Hollywood where it's going to tell you as the audience member what you should like, what you should think, and movies come across as a lecture. That seems to be what Hollywood wants now, to try and teach the audience something to kind of change the minds of the audience and treat the audience like they're dumb, to be honest with you. That's how a lot of recent movies have felt, whereas this movie, it felt like it held the audience in such a high regard and held its fan base in such a high regard that it was trying its best to honor everything you would want. And that's how it should be, because when you write a movie, you're not writing a movie, you are a bit for yourself, but you're not really writing it to teach someone. You want to show it to an audience because you want them to like the movie. You're writing for the audience. You want to give the audience something they can learn from, something they can enjoy. And movies nowadays don't seem like they really hold the audience in mind. Whereas this film 100% did. It gave the audience exactly what we wanted. We were getting sick of these Marvel movies where all the action starts and then all of a sudden there's a joke and there's humor and it breaks up the action and you lose all the tension. So what this movie went and did was ramp up the tension to an insane point and then not let the foot off the gas, not crack a joke and just keep going. More kills, more fights, Right when you think it's done, it keeps going again. 
And it's playing with the audience in that way, but it knew that the audience would like that because we've been craving that for the last five years. And this movie definitely knew it. It gave the audience everything we wanted, and I absolutely love that aspect of the story because as action fans, you know, I like all genres of film, right? I like rom-coms, I like dramas, I like indie movies, but I also like action films. And as an action fan... We've been lacking in great films lately. We really have. And this movie, everyone involved in making this film clearly knew that. So they went out there and gave us everything we wanted, and I love that. They had such high respect for the audience, and that's what you need from a movie. You need the filmmakers in this industry to hold the audience in a respectful manner and want to give you the best story possible that you will enjoy. So I absolutely loved it for that aspect. Now, the second good thing I have about this film is that it doesn't sugarcoat things. A lot of films nowadays, they don't show all the gore that they could. That they used to back in the early 2000s, the 90s especially. Films now, they won't really show the blood. They won't really show the bruises, the damage. And also, on top of that, that's just, you know light stuff. That's just the physical stuff. But on on top of that, the actual story, they always sugarcoat life in a way. You know, there's no real truth behind what the story symbolizes, what the movie's telling you. So many movies now sugarcoat everything. And I keep harping onto this reference, but just in case you haven't heard my other podcasts, there's something that's been happening in a lot of films lately where you watch Doctor Strange 2 or you watch Shazam 2 And the main character has no growth, no internal growth, no real character arc. And at the end, they're told that all they had to do was just believe in themselves and all of a sudden they're great, right? So it feels like movies are telling us these weak, pathetic stories that aren't true to life. It isn't true to the hardship that you inevitably will face. Whereas John Wick Chapter 4 100% is. It's true to life in its most true form. I'm saying true a lot, but this film, honestly, was so real, and it's showing the audience, obviously, in a melodramatic way. This is like a martial arts uh, kung fu action film, but it is showing you, through melodrama, what the truth of life is. You know, it's going to be difficult. When times are tough and you feel like stopping, you can't stop. It's not about thinking... Uh, believing in yourself and thinking you're great, that does absolutely nothing. There's so many characters in this movie who believe in themselves and think they're great and they end up dying in two minutes. That's life. And sometimes not everything's going to go your way. Sometimes nothing is going to go your way. But you just have to keep going. And in every aspect of life, you have to try your best, do your best, stay disciplined. And this film really gets that message across. That's one of the the meanings and the subplots of this film is that there's certain lines. I I, want to repeat them verbatim. I don't want to butcher them here. But there's one line that says, sometimes the best you can do is all that you can do. Now, that line may seem quite surface level, but let's unpack it here. Let's unpack the meaning behind that line. Sometimes the best you can do is all you can do. All you can do is your best, but the best you can do means that you are trying your best and doing your best in every second and every minute of your life. 
Now, that's a hard thing to accomplish, something I don't think anyone does accomplish, but we need to strive for that. So it sounds like a line where it's like, you know, sometimes you don't succeed, but at least you tried your best. But when you really dive into it, it's not like a lighthearted, comforting line. It's a hard line. It's that you didn't do your best. You can always do better because I can guarantee that you didn't do your best at every second of every minute of every hour of your life or of the mission or whatever you're trying to accomplish. You know, if you set a task for today, for example, I set a task of doing this podcast, but I wasted two minutes. I went and checked my Instagram and I had a cup of tea. That's not the best I can do, so I failed. But that's the thing. It seems like a comforting line, like, oh, you did your best. No, 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 you didn't do your best. But all you can do is the best you can do at every second. You know, it's it's such a powerful line. And this movie really has many of these lines in it. It has so much to unpack. There's such a deep subplot to this film. And I really enjoyed that aspect of the movie. It was just so deep so enriching, so valuable, and I love that because martial arts films, action movies of this essence where it's, you know, paying homage to Japanese culture, to Chinese culture, that's a truth. You know, a lot of these kung fu movies, martial arts films, they would have a lot of deep symbolic meaning behind it in the subplot and the subtext, so I'm really glad that John Wick 4, even though it's a Western film, goes and shows that deep meaning, that deep subplot and pays homage in that way and stays true to the essence of what these kind of films are. Now, another great thing and another great meaning behind this movie and the last thing that I really loved about the story was how much it focuses on discipline and honor. There are so many people in this movie that die through honor or die through discipline because they were not going to give up. Now, I feel like there are other movies like Marvel films that also symbolize this. And some of the films did it greatly. But recently, it feels like we're going away from that harsh discipline. Is that it shows people being disciplined to complete a mission, to complete a task. But it doesn't show how much your discipline is going to be challenged. So many times in this film, not just John Wick, but other characters, their discipline is challenged. They can take the easy way out, but they don't. They keep going, they keep pushing, and there's so many challenges put in their way, and that's a great thing I liked about this movie was so often in these action films is there's like the little challenge, they complete it, then there's a next little challenge, they complete it, but right when you thought that the fight scene was done, there was more people coming. Right when you thought, oh, I couldn't get any tougher, it got tougher, and their discipline and their honor was challenged time and time again beyond what you thought was capable for that character but they kept going. And I love that message. I I really resonate with that message. And I think it's powerful to show that it's not just, oh yeah, stay disciplined and you'll complete it. Sometimes you won't complete it, but the challenge is just staying disciplined. Even when you think you can't do any more, you can't give any more. If you just stay disciplined, either you'll complete it and you'll feel great about yourself or you won't complete it, but at least you died staying disciplined, trying your best in every second. And I love that meaning, that story behind this film, that subplot was incredible. Now, moving on from story, there are some quotes in this movie. Now, I just touched on one, but there's another quote as well that I wrote down that I want to unpack here. And it's, how you do something is how you do everything. That's another great line in this movie. And there are so many great lines that I guarantee went over my head because there are so many lines in this film and and so many hidden meanings and plots that, 
you need to go back and rewatch to learn to really unpack because the movie is quite surface level on the fact that it's very entertaining. If you want to watch it after a hard day's work, you don't want to think you'll enjoy it. But if you also want to think while watching it and and get some knowledge from the film, there's so much to unpack there. So it is a movie that if you want to learn something from and you want to uncover all the subplot behind this film, you need to watch two, three, four times. Of course, I've just seen it once. It came out today. But that's another quote that I got from it, you know, how you do something is how you do everything. Now, that's so powerful because we can all do our best when someone's watching. We can all do our best when it means something to us. But what about the small trivial task? You know, like making your room, making your bed, cleaning the dishes. I fail at that. I guarantee 99.9% of people fail at that sometimes. Some of us fail all the time at the small trivial stuff. But that shows your true character. If you're the type of person to have a messy bed, a messy room, not clean the dishes, be lazy with that stuff, but then go and work really hard at your job, your true character is you're someone who when the going gets tough, you don't do it. You're someone who will put up with mediocrity if you don't care about it. Because how you do something is how you do everything. You're only as strong as your weakest link. So if you're someone who gets up, makes your bed, cleans your room, does the dishes, works hard at your job, and you leave no stone unturned throughout your life, that's your character. You're in that top echelon of people uh, where you're just a great superstar all around, you know, something like a Navy SEAL would be. Whereas for a lot of us, for most of us, maybe we do try our complete best at our job, at our passion, but we don't do the dishes, you know, we, uh, we eat unhealthy food sometimes. The way you do something is how you do everything. And that's such a deep meaning, such a deep quote. And I, I loved how many great quotes there were in this film. Those were two, you know, that one, uh, sometimes all you can do is the best you can do. And how you do something is how you do everything were the two quotes that really resonated with me in this film. But I guarantee there are so many more that I look forward to unpacking and, and figuring out the next time I watch this movie sometime this week or next week. But moving on from there, another thing I loved about John Wick 4 was the references. My God, this film had so many references. I know I missed heaps of them. I know I missed so many, but there were a few that I picked up on. And a lot came from the cinematography of John Wick 4. So there was cinematography in this film that was so similar to a Japanese movie, especially when they were shooting the Japanese scenes. You know, the cinematography was that of, of the 1980s Japanese films that were great, and it really pays homage through the filmmaking style, and I really love that. And not just Japanese style as well, Chinese style. Um, there was also some cutaways between, like, these quick zoom-ups on the swords, on the weapons of people that reminded me a lot of anime or something from a comic book, which I really loved. Um, The film had so many references through its camera work and cinematography. It starts off in the Middle East and uh, there is some camera work in there that reminds me of of some Middle Eastern filmmaking, which, which really goes unheard and doesn't get shown much around the world. And there isn't a lot of it, but 
This film does pay homage to Middle Eastern filmmaking, and it also pays homage to Western filmmaking, country westerns, which I loved. That seems to be a forgotten genre, you know, that's not pop culture anymore. Back in the 50s, everyone loved westerns, everyone loved John Wayne, moving into Clint Eastwood in the, what was that, 70s, maybe early 70s, and then it died off. Westerns are no longer a thing, but this movie brought it back. It brought back all those forgotten about subgenres within action movies, and it did a lot of it through its cinematography and its camera work and really paid homage that way. And I loved it. I thought that was so cool. I thought that was so honorable because we're at a time now where action movies are suffering and not just all action movies, but a lot of the subgenres. But this film really felt like it was so all-encompassing of action from, like I said, country westerns to spy films to kung fu movies to uh, Japanese movies to Middle Eastern films. It was it was amazing the way that it paid homage through its cinematography. And uh, and not just that, you know, I think it's really cool that they modernized these old subgenres because a lot of the time I think we can be like, oh, okay, the reason why westerns are no longer a thing, no longer popular is... They're very old-fashioned. They're not very modern. Maybe people like modern stories nowadays as opposed to the old-fashioned way of telling stories because we can't resonate with that way of life anymore. But this movie found a way to modernize those old subgenres of action films and make them relevant and make them... I guess allow us to empathize with those stories more than maybe we could if we watched a 1950s Western because for me... I never lived in those times. I can't completely understand it. It doesn't really resonate with me. I do enjoy them for the acting. I do enjoy them for the witty dialogue and the cinematography and the soundtracks especially, but they don't resonate the same way a modern story would because I live in that world. Whereas John Wick 4 found a way to modernize those old subgenres and make them cool again. And something that kept popping up in my head while I was watching Chapter 4 was the, a line that John Wick says in the first John Wick film where he says, I'm thinking I'm back. And to me, all I was thinking while watching this movie was... I'm thinking action's back. You know, all those subgenres that we thought were gone, that we thought could never be revived, or not for another 20, 30 years, that it's all about sci-fi now. We don't care about Westerns. No, I'm thinking they're back, because this movie seriously brought those subgenres back and made them so enjoyable. The cinema was packed that I was at, so it was really good to gauge audience reaction to the references that they would do to country films, to spy films, and and the witty dialogue within it, and, and they all loved it. I was looking around the cinema, people's eyes were glued to the screen, they were laughing when they needed to laugh, they were kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, they were grossed out where they needed to be grossed out, um, they just really loved the movie and you could see that on the audience's faces and that's really cool because it showed that you can still tell those types of stories. You can still tell those 1970s, 80s martial arts films. You can still tell those country western films in a modern way and if you find a good spin, a good way to modernize those old genres of filmmaking, they still hit and that's something that I actually take a lot of inspiration from because me, myself... I'm an aspiring filmmaker. I write all the time and I really love some different genres that seem to be not really popular anymore. Like I, like I said, I loved Western genres and I also loved uh, murder mystery genres and they don't seem to be as good anymore. They don't seem to be as well received anymore. But what this film reiterated to me was that if you can find a spin 
and you can find a way to modernize it and tell the truth within that story, they will still resonate the same way. Because this movie, you can already tell, is resonating with everyone because the box office projections are super high, so you know people are interested in watching it. And it's something that the franchise of John Wick has done so well in modernizing these old genres of action movies. And I really took a lot of inspiration from that because it let me know that whatever story you want to tell, if you can find the right spin, if you can find the truth in that story in a way to make it resonate with an audience, they will resonate. There is a way to save those olden genres that you think are dead. There is a way you just have to work hard enough and find that spin that it needs to keep it fresh and to make it enjoyable. And so as a filmmaker, as a creative myself, I took a lot of inspiration from that and really loved seeing that work on screen and seeing that play out in the film of John Wick. Now, another thing moving on was, my God, some of the cinematography during the action scenes, like the choreography, was mind-blowing. There's one scene in particular that I'm thinking of, and it was this aerial shot, this overhead shot of... A house. John Wick runs into a house. No spoilers here. I'm not going to give anything away. But he runs into a house, right? That's bound to happen at some point in the film. Um, Trying my best not to spoil. But he runs into a house and you get this aerial shot and you can see where all the bad guys are, where all the different characters are in the house. And it kind of looks like a board game, a maze type thing, like a Cluedo situation. And you could it adds to the tension, it adds to the suspense because you would see where the bad guy is and when he's turning a corner, where John Wick's turning a corner and they both don't know they're going to pop up. So it's already getting your heart racing because you go, oh, who's going to notice first? Is he going to get hurt here? What's going to happen? So that shot, I don't think I had seen it that well executed in cinema before. Whenever you do it, it kind of works because it brings up that suspense because you can see more than the character can see. It's not very point of view. You can see everything and it makes you omnipresent within the scene. However, this was so well executed down to the choreography of it all because it wasn't just suspenseful and and, uh, heart-pounding because you could see everyone, but the choreography was great too. So when they finally did see each other and they'd battle it out, you'd see another character here and come in and it was just so technical. And you could tell that these choreography scenes would have taken so many takes because they had to get it just right. It was so well executed, so nuanced in the choreography. And the choreography of this film quite possibly may be the best action choreography in like a martial arts movie that I've seen in Western films ever. Like this is on par with Chinese martial arts movies, with Japanese, Korean martial arts films. This is on par for sure with the choreography of it all. And I don't think I've ever seen a Western martial arts action film compare to a Chinese film, but this did. So I don't know who was doing the choreography. I should have researched that. But it's got to be someone who's either trained over there, works over there, or is from over there, from uh, China or from, uh, where am I thinking, Japan, Korea, somewhere in there. has had to have worked there at some point because the choreography was just incredible. Like, so well drilled, so well executed and so suspenseful, and told a story within itself. And that's uh, that's something that 
you don't normally get in Western films in the action choreography. It's all about them fighting, duking it out, and you'll see who wins. That's kind of how the Western take is on it. Whereas in the Chinese and Japanese take, they tell a story through the choreography. They tell a story through the fight scene. And this movie did that, which was incredible to watch. There's one scene in particular where he's trying to go up these staircases and they're fighting and he gets sent down and tumbles down. And and the story behind that of even when you get close, you can go all the way down to rock bottom and it's a lot easier to to fall down and it's a lot easier to spiral down out of control than it is to work your way up you know to try and go for success you say you want to lose 10 kilos it's a lot easier to put on 10 kilos than it is to lose 10 kilos if that makes sense so that's definitely what this fight choreography scene was telling you but what's great is that it's telling you a story it's not just people fighting and I love that this film was great every aspect of cinema every aspect of filmmaking was incredible and this is a movie that is honestly just the pinnacle of filmmaking because when you work within a genre You have to honour the genre. You have to honour the movies that came before. This movie did that. And it also works on every level. The cinematography works so well with the story, with the subplot. The um, choreography works well with the story. The performances work well with the cinematography. Like, everything is combined and working in unison to best tell the story in the best way possible. And that's just cinema at its finest, you know, it's just movies at its best, and this film was probably the most fun I've had coming out of a cinema since 2019, because this decade was losing me, you know, there hadn't been a whole lot of good films, there definitely have been some gems come out, but there haven't been a whole lot of great movies this decade, and we hadn't seen a John Wick movie this decade, the last one was 2019, which was arguably the last year that you were allowed to do whatever you wanted within a film, nowadays there's these unwritten rules, these expectations, these, uh, you know, you have to have diversity for diversity's sake. That's how Hollywood is pushing filmmaking and storytelling. It's not honoring the audience. It's not giving us what we want. It's not moving cinema in a good direction. And it's not allowing truth to come through in movies. It's not allowing truth to be told through the stories because they have to go, oh, well, is this scene diverse enough? Is this stuff? No, just tell the truth. You know, this movie is so diverse, but it's telling truth. So you don't notice it. It's not about diversity. It's about honoring the truth. So that's where diversity should play a part because, you know, back in the day, they would uh, film Native Americans in a Western movie and they wouldn't be real Native Americans playing Native Americans. They would paint white actors, which is horrible. You know, that's horrible and that's what we should move away from. But tell the truth. If you're telling a story of Native Americans, cast Native Americans. That's all you need. You don't just cast a Native American or cast a Japanese person for the sake of it just to have diversity in a scene. They don't want to be cast that way. They want to be cast because they deserve to be there. So this movie was so diverse because they go to Japan. They go to Eastern Europe. They're in America. They go to the Middle East. So it's super diverse, but not for diversity's sake, just in order to tell the story the best way possible and to tell the truth. And that's where movies should be moving to. But this decade hasn't been about that. Whereas this film brought us back. So I have a lot more faith. I'm a lot more optimistic for this decade moving forward 
if more movies can learn from John Wick and uh, and hopefully what Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is like later on this year. So this decade definitely looks a lot more up. I'm a lot more optimistic moving forward because this movie really reinvigorated my love for cinema because it was in a way dying. It's never going to die. I love movies, but... The last couple of weeks, couple of months, couple of years just hasn't been the best. You know, you only have to listen to my review of Shazam 2 last week where I just ripped it because it was so dumb, it was pointless, it was stupid, whereas now I watched a great movie. So I'm a lot more excited moving forward. I'm a lot more happy moving forward um, because John Wick 4 was just great and hopefully more movies can be like this. And it's not just action. You know, I find myself harping on a lot about action scenes and masculinity and discipline and things like that. It's not just about that. I just love truth in storytelling. You know, I love all types of genres, uh, movies like rom-coms. I love action comedies. I love the cinema comedy back in the day that you'd get like Pineapple Express or Neighbours or Tag. Um, I also love indie films like Call Me By Your Name. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I just love when truth is told. You know, that's what I like. I don't want to watch a movie and feel like I'm being lied to about life, feel like they're just trying to please producers, trying to please a small sect of society. I just want to watch a story and find the truth and the meaning in it because that's where I found love of cinema. And so hopefully more movies can find the truth and tell the truth and bring back true cinema because John Wick 4 100% did that and last point last but not least was the performances in this movie my god is this Keanu Reeves best film let me know in the comments section if you're watching on YouTube or shoot me a DM if you think that this is Keanu Reeves best movie or if you disagree with me because I think it is it's either this or Matrix 1 but I think this might be it. You know, a lot of people will respond to this saying, no way is it his best film because it's hard to compete with films that came out a long time ago because you've had more time to digest it. You've had more time to romanticize about that movie, to build it up in your mind. But every now and then a movie comes out and it's the best. And this film might just be the best. John Wick 4 is for sure the best John Wick movie. And there hasn't been a bad John Wick movie. The worst one is probably John Wick 2. And I give that a 9 out of 10. So that's saying something. The other three are at least a nine and a half. John Wick 4 is a 10 out of 10. There's no negatives. There's no way I can fault this film. I loved it. So to me, I think John Wick 4 is better than all the other John Wicks, better than the other two Matrix films, because I don't even include Matrix 4 because that was a money grab and a horrible movie. I don't even include that one. But I think it topples Matrix 1. So I actually think this is Keanu Reeves' best film yet and his best performance yet. He carries so much weight in this story. He has so much subplot in his dialogue. He's carrying the weight of his wife still from the first movie. He's still carrying the weight of losing his dog, all this loss, and he's also just trying to gain his freedom back. He's trying to be the man he knows he is. And he's pushing through it and he finally finds some peace at the end of the movie. And so what I love about this film was just his performance and he had so much to deal with, so much to carry, so much to get across in the cinematography of it all. Not the cinematography, I'm losing my mind here. The light just flickered and and made my brain go weird. (laughs) He had so much to carry in just the weight of his performances and the weight of the mentality of his character. It was just a deep 
deep performance, a heavy, hard performance. And he did it with ease. He did it with brilliance. I think this is his best performance to date, 100%. And it just overall has a deep message for life, you know, for all of us. It has a deep message of what life is, what loss is, what hardship is, what discipline is, what love is, what honor is. Just everything good that we can be as people this movie has a message for us, and, and I really love that, you know. And to end this podcast on a good note, I just really enjoyed the fact that this movie had something to say. It wasn't made just so it could make money, because that can easily happen with the fourth film in a franchise. Is, Let's just keep this thing going, guys, because we can make a hell of a lot of money. All you have to do is look at Fast and Furious, and that does that. Whereas this, you could tell they made it because they wanted to make the movie. They had something to say with this film. And that's something that you have to attribute to Keanu Reeves because it's very rare that he does a movie for money. You know, every time he makes a movie, even Matrix 4, I'm sure he had a reason for doing it. There's a reason. There's something he wants to say. There's a point to get across. And he's telling stories for the sake that stories should be told. Stories are there to teach us something, to educate us, to warn us, to entertain us and Keanu Reeves only does it for those reasons he doesn't do a story for money he doesn't make a movie for money he's got enough already so you know to end this podcast on a good note this film has a great message and and I recommend all of you guys go out and watch this movie because John Wick chapter 4 is the best action movie of the last 10 years in my opinion I loved it it's the most fun I've had at the cinema since Jojo Rabbit and before that it would be Mission Impossible 4 that I watched in 2012, I think. So this movie was great. I hope you guys like it. I know you guys will like it. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast. Like this podcast. Like the video. Shoot me a DM on Instagram if you disagree or agree with me. I really enjoy all the support and the feedback, and it really helps grow this channel. So thank you guys for listening to another episode, and I'll see you all on my next one.